What's up, Fuse family? Hey, welcome to Fuse at home for the next few weeks. I don't know if you're like us, but this whole social distancing world has been different, but kind of cool in some ways. And so our goal is to create some content over the next few weeks to meet you there in your home, to meet you right where you are in whatever setting that you're in, in a way that's hopefully going to be beneficial to you. So right off the bat here, here's what I want you to do, okay? I want you to text your Fuse group, text your Fuse group leader and say, look, right after this, we're going to get together. We're going to talk through this. We got some stuff that we need to work through. If you're not in a Fuse group, we'd love to help you get into a Fuse group. Why don't you send us a direct message on Instagram at NewSpringFuse, and we'll do our best to get you plugged in. So here's what we're doing. For the next several weeks, we're talking through some amazing content that we're calling Spiritual Practices. Now, before you get all freaked out or that sounds boring to you or whatever, it's actually pretty simple. The reality is, just like everything else in life, if you want to get good at something, it takes what? Practice right? Text somebody right now that's, you know, maybe you know that's watching at home or maybe that's not even watching and say, look, man, you got to practice. The truth is when I was a young kid and I really wanted to fit in, I really wanted to, you know, take on some new challenges. One of the first things I did was picked up a basketball and I wasn't very tall. I wasn't very good. I wasn't very athletic, but I knew that if I could practice, eventually I could get good enough to play basketball. So I practiced, right? Oh, check it out. I'm not that great. With guitar, right? When I turned uh, 14 years old, I wanted to play guitar so bad. And I, confession, it wasn't really because I wanted to play guitar, but there was this guy that I knew. He played guitar. The girls thought he was cute. So I thought, I'll get a guitar and learn how to play it. It'll work, right? Perfect. The problem was I didn't know how to play it until I practiced. And now... Well, now I'm not great, but you get the point. The point is, I practiced. And the same is true with the things of God. Sometimes the things that we talk about, the things that we read about, the things that we hope for, they sound good in theory, but we don't know how to practice them. And and what I love most about this is that the Bible is full of stuff that we've been encouraged to actually practice. So I want you to write this down. This is kind of what we're going for for the next few weeks of Fuse. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes perfect permanent. What we're hoping to do over the next several weeks is to give you some practices that you can do in your spiritual life and your walk with God, either by yourself or with your fuse group, maybe with your family, some things that can take some of these things of God and make them a little more permanent in your life. Here's another thing to write down. Spiritual practices. Here's, here's kind of what, what we're talking about. We want to train in the ways of Jesus in order to get closer to Jesus and become more like Jesus. Listen, we get this straight out of the Bible. It's it's actually pretty clear. There's this guy named Paul, and his job after he met Jesus was to go around and plant churches and help people that wanted to become believers, help people that wanted to learn more about following Jesus. His job was to go and help them do just that. And so we find a couple of scriptures that come from some letters he wrote to people that were meeting in these other churches that it's, it's crazy, even though they're 2000 years old, they're so applicable to us today. Here's some things that he says in in a letter to a a, a young man named Timothy. He says this in, in first Timothy chapter four, verse seven, he says, don't have anything to do with myths or anything silly like that. But he says this rather train yourself for godliness. 
He says, train yourself for, for godliness. Like physical training is of some value. You want to be in shape. You want to take care of your body, right? You want to get in some disciplines, but you want to set up some disciplines and some training, some practices for your godliness. Why? He says this, because bodily training, bodily training is of some value, but godliness is of value in every way. Why? Because it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to Come in another letter that he writes to some Christians that are in Philippi, right? So this, the letter of Philippians is just a letter written to some Christians that live in a place called Philippi. He writes this in, in chapter four, verse eight and nine. He says this, okay, now this is amazing. So think about Paul um, as, as maybe like your fuse group leader. And he's, he's teaching you kind of how to read the Bible. He's showing you kind of how to pray. He's, he's helping you understand what life is and how to walk with God and how to do all this, how it's kind of transforming and changing the world around you. And here's what he says at the end of his letter in, in Philippians. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And then he says this, whatever you've learned or received or heard or seen in me, put it into practice. It's easy. Why? Because Paul knew, hey, this life with God, it's a lot like other things. If you want to get good at it, if you want to improve, if you want to grow, if you want to make strides, it's really a lot simpler than you think. It just takes practice. So over the next several weeks, we are going to bring to you some incredible teaching on practices that you can do in your life and walk with God to help you become more like Jesus. Because at the end of the day, God has a very specific plan for your life and my life. It is that we would grow to be less like ourselves and more like his son, Jesus. That the world around us would learn to see us and see beyond us, that they would see our life, our actions, our, our heart, our motive, the way that we walked and lived with God. And they would not just see us, but they would see Christ in us. So here's some things that we're going to be doing over the next several weeks that we're going to be talking about. You ready? We're going to talk about your Bible, how to read it. What is it? Where did it come from? What's the point? How do I take the text, the word of God and engage with it in a way that helps me grow? How do you learn to take the Bible and learn how to not just need somebody else to feed you, but how you can take the word of God and feed yourself, begin to encounter God and meet God in the word and have your soul and your spirit filled? How do, we, how do we read the Bible? How do we journal? How do we reflect and, and write things down so that we can look back in different seasons and go, man, I really have grown so much or, or wow, I really don't, don't think those, that way anymore. Think about those. We're going to talk about Bible and journaling. We're going to talk about confession and forgiveness. One of the most misunderstood and, 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 and you know, uh, fearful ideas that's such a beautiful spiritual practice. How do we live with the honest version of ourself, free from the weight of fear and guilt and shame, but rather open and honest with the world around us, with who we are and how we're growing and how we're changing, confession and forgiveness. We're gonna talk about the Lord's Supper. Listen, all throughout all different times of culture and history, believers have shared a similar sacrament that has given them the ability to practice the things of God, regardless of what's gone on. Over these next several weeks, we're gonna have our senior class graduate and move out. Our juniors are gonna step in as the new leaders of our ministry. Our, our eighth graders are gonna move into our high school ministry. We're gonna have a whole new group of rising sixth graders come into our ministry. And you know what they're gonna need? They're gonna need to learn how to practice. So we're going to show them the Lord's Supper to study the art of remembering the sacrifice Jesus made for us. We're going to talk about rest. 
Why did God create you to work and to rest? Why did God create you to be social and to be in solitude? What benefit does rest provide for your soul to reset you, to get you back into a place where you can go and help create the earth the way that God designed it to be? When we talk about prayer and fasting, Look, I've, I've asked for a long time. I've talked to a lot of people. You know what? I've never heard anybody say, ah, you know what? I'm good enough at praying. Everybody wants to improve their prayer life. Everybody wants to know, how do I get better at prayer? What would I say? What would I do? Well, it's simple. We just got to learn to practice. And finally, we're going to talk about worship. We're going to talk about singing. We're going to talk about what happens when my mouth opens up and begins to, in song, declare the word of God, declare the goodness of God, sing the praises of who God is? What changes around me? What changes in me when I start to worship and sing? What's the purpose God created for it? So listen, over these next several weeks, we're gonna have the opportunity to really grow in our relationship with God. But the thing that I love most about practice is this. When I first started playing sports, when I first started playing guitar, you know what, I'll be honest, I didn't like to practice. It hurt. When I was playing guitar, you get calluses on your fingers and they hurt. They start to bleed a little bit. It's not that much fun. When you're playing basketball or football, you're playing a sport, when you're cheerleading or dancing, look, it's hard. It's not that much fun. But here's what I love. The older I got, the more I started to, to love the game, to love music. You know what I started to love? I started to love practice because I knew that practice made me better. So it is with the things of God that we're gonna talk about. They may seem like they're kind of old school. They may kind of seem like they're, they're not that much fun, but I promise as we begin to know and love God more and more and more, it's the practices that we're gonna love more and more and more. So here's what I want you to do right now. I want you to get out your cell phone. I want you to text the word practice to 30303. And we're gonna be able to engage with you and send you some, some very practical stuff every single week to help you practice the things that we're gonna talk about. So let me pray. And then I want you to prepare your heart for the next several weeks as we learn to practice the things of God. So Father, thank you. Thank you for these practices that you gave to us. Thank you for the way that you created the world to work where the more we do the right things, the more we learn to value the right things. The more that we train ourselves in the ways of God, the more it becomes natural to us to live in the direction of Christ. The more we begin to feed the spirit and starve the flesh, the more we begin to hunger for the things of the spirit, for the things of Christ, for the things of God. So Father, I pray a blessing over these next several weeks. Would you help us to deeply learn and love and value practicing? Would you take these practices and would you make us more like your son, Jesus? In Jesus' name we pray, amen.